Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. Welcome into the program. This is Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino on tap. Today, over the next three hours, VSIN's very own betting analyst, Josh Applebaum, in 30 minutes will give us. Uh, well, what he thinks is going to happen to the market this week in the NFL with these two games. Jeff Seeley, an hour from right now, Farmers Insurance Open, going on today, by the way. It starts today, so his best bets on that tournament. And Mike Palm's going to be in studio, abbreviated version with uh, the maestro, but he'll be in studio for a couple of segments today. So, Paulie, uh, yesterday on Tuesday, with a lot of this still up in the air and unknown with uh, Patrick Mahomes, there was a rather significant betting service that gave out the Chiefs plus two and a half. And so that number at that time obviously moved all the way down to one at some spots and then basically got back to Bengals minus one and a half where it's at many shops as we speak. My question to you is, why would they do that on a Tuesday? Yeah, I reached out. I want an explanation. I think it might have been going to three. Uh, who knows where yeah. it was going? It kept going up, 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 and up. Think about the movement since the line came out, and it opened uh, Kansas City three. Correct. So I know if you were th- if you were thinking if, you, if they grabbed the three early on right away at several spots, but today is the day we find out will he practice? And Andy Reid was asked, "Can Mahomes play if he doesn't practice?" He goes, "I don't know. He's never done it before." But we'll learn more more today. But that, it was strange timing. The timing of the whole thing was very odd, in my I opinion. I think we might have seen three. And again, we don't know. I like the Michael Lombardi tweet, who works here at VEASAN. Gronk had a high ankle sprain in the AFC title game in 2012. Played in the Super Bowl. Wasn't the same. We won't know until the ball is kicked and the game begins. He's exactly right. Mm-hmm. You will know right away. Can he move around? What's he? Is it 50%? Is it 60%? What? How compromised is he? And that's I found the timing strange and also pissed me off. We because I thought it was going higher. Why'd it piss you off? So what do you want to do then? Wanted to, I wanted to take more with Kansas City. Okay, take Kansas yeah. City money money line as well too because I have some yeah. futures on the Bengals uh, at various places. Yeah. Okay. I, I yeah that whole thing. He might not play. He might not play in the game. Yeah. So then where does the number go at that point? I don't. Are they convinced that Mahomes is actually going to go out there, play, and it's going to be okay? I mean, the stuff that we have from uh, Next Gen Stats last week, and again, Ryan Tannehill had this injury earlier this year. What, he missed three weeks? Couldn't walk? Yeah. 
Okay, it, yeah, it, it yeah. sets it sets players back for a long time. Next Gen Stats tweeted this out yesterday. Mahomes was traveling over eight miles per hour on five of his uh, first twelve passing attempts. He threw just one pass on the run over his last eighteen attempts. Yeah, and they broke down all the numbers. The first twelve attempts, he had three point one seven seconds to throw. The last eighteen, two point six four. His scramble yards per dropback, eight in his first twelve, four point one his last eighteen. And on the run percentage, his first 12 dropbacks on Saturday against Jacksonville, 41.7% of his dropbacks were on the run. 5.6% on the run, his last... You can't run with an injury like this. You cannot run. Yeah. Did you do anything early? Another thing why it pissed me off, I got three dimes on plus one and a half with Cincinnati. Imagine if I could have grabbed three with Kansas City as well. I was dropping bombs on Cincinnati yesterday. Okay, right. To win the game. Yeah. The other thing is my my ticket, this is a disaster. I mean, even if I win the game, what's he going to be in the Super Bowl? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. I mean, it, it, the, the, the extra week's going to help him, but this is this is a mess now. Yeah. So, a couple of other things from Next Gen Stats. Two of the better quarterbacks in the entire league at throwing on the run are, in fact, Burrow and Mahomes. And Mahomes has thrown for a league-high 888, uh, I'm sorry, 881 yards on the run this season, including the playoffs. But, of course, yep. the mobility here is going to be in question uh, in this game for sure. So yep. what do you make, like, if if Mahomes can't yeah. play, like if we found out today, in a pretend world here, Mahomes is not going to play in the game, what would you make the Bengals? Three and a half? Because we saw no. it open at, at even no. we, we knew he was injured and the Westgate opened three on the Chiefs. It would have been a lot higher until I saw Henny go 98 yards. I thought it'd have to be four and a half or high. Or For the Bengals? Right, yeah. So then what if Mahomes wasn't injured? Trying to figure out the true point spread of what oh, he is worth. if he was worth. 100%. If he's 100%, then he never took place. The guys here made it six and a half. Okay, because if Reece you... Benson did. He tweeted it out. He said five and a half if he's banged up, and then it comes out three. And Westgate says, we made a bad number. Well, right. Yeah, but he just beat Jacksonville. It was throwing touchdown passes. Yeah, but he was so, hurt, though, too. So, I mean, yeah. that's, that's why. Yeah, I think Romo moved the number, though. Mm. If Romo doesn't say a damn word, does it move? I don't know. That, that I think Romo moved that number by what he said in late in the Buffalo game. I don't think that people could laugh at the notion of six if Mahomes is healthy. Here's the reason why. Although I thought it was a bad number, the market was way off last week. Right. The Bills were just laying six against the Bengals. But it opened four. Opened four, pushed up to six. Yeah. And if all this... I mean, people are saying if Mahomes... If he was healthy on a neutral against the Bills, Chiefs might be one-point favorites. So you can't scoff at the idea that they would have opened maybe six with a healthy Mahomes. I mean, again, right here at Circa, what they say, minus 5.75 unknown with Mahomes, minus 6.5 with Mahomes being healthy. I, I don't think it would have stayed at six. I think the Bengals would have taken money, and it probably comes down to like four in that neighborhood. But so the drop, trying to figure out again around the money line too, Mahomes and the value of the points, but does anybody really know? Yeah. I mean, a couple of years ago when Aaron Rodgers yeah. was hurt and still like yeah. basically almost in his prime, we said that he was probably worth closer to two touchdowns than one touchdown. So if this number would have been Chiefs, like maybe it was going to three, but if Mahomes is healthy, I don't think you can laugh at like four or maybe even a little bit higher than that. How low do you go? 100% Henny or what percentage of Mahomes? 60 to 65 percent yeah, Mahomes. Okay. Yeah. If if it's 50 50 for Mahomes to go, I don't think you can play him. Well, you also have the what if you win scenario. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's the other thing. Yep. But hello, then the Super Bowl's on deck. I mean, imagine they win and it's Chad Henney for all the marbles. I mean, this is a uh, bleep sandwich here. See, I, even in my notes for today, and this, if you want to go back, this is probably about 20 hours ago. I'm like, this number is going to flash to three at some point. Yes, it was going I there. think there's a chance the Bengals could be minus three on the road against KC. I don't I don't, I don't understand it at all. I don't know why they decided to do it then. Because I think it was going to three. You're yeah. exactly right. Uh, another conversation. What is a uh, true home field here for the Chiefs at Arrowhead? Yeah. I. How do you pinpoint a real good number on that? Yeah. I think it's worth a lot. It's one of the loudest places to play. I yeah. think it's a great home field advantage. The other thing is, what do you want to do with the prior history? Which you want to say, well, they, can't, they haven't been able to beat Burrow with a healthy Mahomes. Now yeah. he's compromised. But uh, those games were so close. That, that's the thing that you have to remember. I mean, basically, and people have done a good job of this, reminding people of what those games were like. The Chiefs had a win, for what it's worth, they did have a win probability of around 75% in some of those games. 
I mean, so they were coin flip games, and it just yep. happens to be that the Bengals won all of those coin flips. Mm-hmm. So yep. you, yep. you can't look at this like it's utter domination. I, I think if the Bengals play, uh, we said this on Monday, if the Bengals played the Bills, how many times would Cincy win? I, I thought they would win probably seven times. I just think they're a better team than Buffalo. Yeah. I think the market was wrong on that right, game. Right, right, right. Well, and, and, but if, the, if they play the Chiefs ten times, I think it's really close to maybe 5-5. Five, five. Yeah. Well, the other thing, like Uncle Sal said, I mean, they're going to blitz him off the bus. And Allen had no idea what to do when they were sending it from all directions in that game. Yeah. They held the Bills to 10 points, which, you know, some of the stuff were getting carried away. Oh, I see. Burrow's better than Mahomes if they win this game. Well, I let's mean, calm down a little I know. bit here. They just they almost lost to Baltimore the week before. Yeah. And they held them in check back-to-back games. It's, it's asinine what we're doing. Yeah. But it, it's certainly this particular matchup, though. And it figures, do they put heat on him? And what's Kansas City's pass, pass rush look like? But Burrow might pick him apart, and then it comes down, can, can Henny score? And how many points can, can, what can he do? And then if it's Mahomes and he's hurt, what's realistic from a point standpoint there? And is yeah. it more, more get Pacheco involved than the other guys in dink and dunk? Yeah. Which defense do you trust more? Well, Cincinnati. Yeah, me too. Not, it's really probably not even that close. Yeah, yeah. I don't hate the Chiefs defense, but I mean, you have to look at what, that defensive corner coordinator has done now for two consecutive years. Guy has been phenomenal. Right. I know Spags is good as well, but that yeah, was yeah, it yeah. was it was more you 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 said it Monday. All the mistakes and missed opportunities Jacksonville had, yeah. the fumble, the Kirk dropped, huge. Lawrence did not play well. So fascinating of, matchup. Yes, it is. I, I would say it's Arrowhead has to be one of the highest home field edges though in the entire league. The notion that notion is dead. Where for many years it was automatic by default. Well, you got to give a team three for home field. Doesn't happen anymore. But this is as close to three that a team I think can get to in the NFL, mm. or be a true three in that neighborhood. You know. So uh, by the way, Super Bowl matchup numbers are out as well. Some openers here, and now th- these have been up. You mentioned these briefly. Westgate opened some yesterday as well. They put the 49ers a two point favorite over the Chiefs, and same thing with the Eagles, two against KC. Got to be surprised by that. I mean, it's the f- first time now he's an underdog. He's been favored in 14 straight playoff yeah. games. Yep. But now if he, if he wins, yeah, okay, he's hurt. But if he wins the game, he's an underdog? And they already scored 44 on the road in San Francisco? Mm-hmm. I know it. They also, they're telling you that uh, San Francisco is probably their highest power-rated team. They made the Niners one against the Bengals, and they made the Eagles pick them against the Bengals. You asked me on Monday the best matchup. I still can't figure it out. I don't know. Because you have to assume... For the for that argument, you got to say Mahomes is healthy, uh-huh. right? So then, what's the best Super Bowl matchup? I, I I don't I don't know. Yeah, I'll take any of them. Yeah, Chiefs Niners is good. Chiefs Eagles can't go wrong. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the you know again, they just the Bengals have become annoying now. Now Eli well, Eli Apple. Eli, what his, are you doing? Yep. You were you were burned on national television Sunday night against the Ravens. Why are you talking? Yep. Come on. Yep. Up now, uh, here we go. Football fans, conference championship games this weekend. Obviously, time to check out Bet Rivers. You can win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing their exclusive Bet Rivers Squares this football season. Place a $10 bet or more in qualifying bets, and you get a square on the house. If the numbers on your square match the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonus, and uh, credit use. Full terms and conditions available at BetRiversSquares.com. Paulie will recap last night's betting action and win some, lose some. Coming up next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hermosi, Layla Hermosi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Looking for an edge for this game Sunday? We have you covered here at VSEN. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an intro offer of only $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to every play by every host and every guest. The betting splits, the deep dive betting reports, and the guides. Limited time offer, $9.99. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Josh Applebaum joins the show now, as he does every Wednesday at this time. VEASAN betting analyst and host of two different podcasts here for the network, Morning Bets and Market Insights. Josh, good morning. As we look at these uh, two title games coming up in the NFL on Sunday, what's your take here early on a Wednesday? Still a lot of uh, unknown here with uh, Patrick Mahomes and if he's going to be healthy or not. And there was a move yesterday, despite that, on the Chiefs. Again, it looked like they were going to creep to three. You actually were on the air when a couple of hosts here on VEASAN told you that one book in town did show <laughs> Bengals minus three for a couple of minutes. And uh, that was moved all the way down to one and a half at most spots yesterday here because the service gave out the Chiefs. How are you looking at this line here early on a Wednesday morning? Yeah, Mitch and Paulie, it's great to be with you. And this thing has been fascinating for a couple of different uh, reasons here. Number one, let's just talk about what's happened with the line move. You open this game, a bunch of shops here were Kansas City as high as minus three, minus two and a half, minus two. You opened as the Chiefs is a very short favorite here. And immediately, as soon as that line dropped, you had a flood of money hit Joe Burrow and the Bengals. So we saw Joe Burrow quickly get down to around a pick em. It flipped to a minus one, then a minus one and a half. And then we said, hey, is this ever going to end? And it didn't seem like it ever would. It got all the way, as you mentioned, Mitch, all the way up to two and a half. And again, there was one kind of out outlier book there that went to three and I think this is very important when you look at uh, line moves but also how long they stick at a line move like how quick is the buyback and immediately when a couple when one book in particular went to three immediately got hit with a ton of Kansas City money here plus three bringing it now back down to all the way down to one and a half across the board so that was a, a big uh, kind of buyback play there it did coincide with two things, guys. Andy Reid did go on the Tom Brady pod. I don't know how much stock I put into this, but he did say Holmes is looking good. He's going to play. But also, you did take a couple huge bets at Caesars, one in Nevada for 190K, one in Arizona for 165K, both on Kansas City getting two and a half. So that's kind of partly why, again, I think we saw this adjustment here back, toward, uh, back down toward Kansas City. I think if you look at it a couple ways, guys, if you like, uh, Kansas City, they're in a really important spot, a very unique spot. You're only getting 23% of bets, a very contrarian play on Patrick Mahomes. You never get Mahomes getting 23% of bets. Typically, he's getting 80% of bets or more. Uh, you'd also be contrarian in a heavily bet game. You also have Mahomes 7-1-1 one one against the spread as a dog in his career. He's never been a postseason dog before. Also, a teaser opportunity here. You would have loved the 2.5 up to 8.5, but even the 1.5 now up to 7.5, you're going through a couple key numbers there. But also, if you flip it and look at Cincinnati, even though you had this adjustment toward uh, Kansas City yesterday, the line has been going all toward uh, Cincinnati, flipping from a dog to a favorite. That's one of my favorite system plays here to back uh, in kind of any sport here. You also get just postseason line movement, the opener to where it closes. If you have a line move of at least a half point in your direction, last five years in the postseason, those teams with the line move are 28 and 25 against the spread, 55% get to this time of year guys as you know uh these lines are really sharp it causes it takes a lot of money to move and adjust these numbers 
Uh, you also get uh, moves to a road team, 13-9 and nine ATS, 59%. Burrow, as we know, 3-0 straight up against Kansas City. He's 64% ATS as a favorite. But here's kind of the number one stat if you're going to back Cincinnati, and I am lean, leaning a little bit here toward Cincy on the money line, only minus 125. But if you look at the title game favorites, just AFC-NFC championship game, who wins these games typically straight up? Don't worry about the spread. Straight up, it's the favorites. They're 26-12, and 12, 68%. Last five years. And also, guys, we did see some movement toward this under. It was around 50-ish. Got down to 46 and a half. Did tick up a little bit. Coincided with that line move uh, back, kind of buyback toward Kansas City. We're back up to 47. Although both these teams have been good under teams. 7-2 and two to the under at home KC. On the road, Cincy 6-3-1 and one to the under. So we're going to have to monitor it. We'll get some updates here on the status of uh, of Patrick Mahomes in practice today. But again, we I, I was thinking, when is this ever going to have buyback on KC? It did happen yesterday. But again, you have some good system matches, favorite straight up with Burrow in the championship game. I think it's got to be an in-play game. You have to watch it and see what happens. Who's to say even practices today or let alone the whole week? Uh, what do you think of the NFC game? Eagles uh, opened the favorite and uh, took a little money early on. Yeah, this one's been a little bit more straightforward here, Paulie. So we open at a lot of shops, minus one and a half uh, toward Philadelphia. Immediately got up now to minus two and a half. Now, what I'm looking at here, big public play. It looks kind of pro and Joe combined here. We have a big majority of bets, but also big money, about 80% of bets in dollars here going with Philadelphia. Now, similar to kind of when we were uh, thinking about the buyback on Kansas City, is there going to be buyback on San Francisco? Now, we're juiced up minus 2.5, minus 115 toward Philly, like we're trending toward 3. We've been juiced up toward Philly uh, about two or three days now at this point. So it looks like the books are a little bit reluctant to go to 3 for fear of you know getting a lot of buyback here on San Francisco 49ers plus 3. Uh, could be a teaser play, too. You take the Niners 2.5 up to 8.5. That's going to be a popular play here. You also get Shanahan in particular. He's been one of the better coaches as a dog. Tomlin's been really the best dog coach in the NFL uh, over the last decade or so. But Shanahan, 42-27 and 27 against the spread, 61% when he's getting points. We have seen these playoff road dogs, 5-3 and three ATS this postseason, and they're actually 60% ATS the last five years. Uh, San Fran is in this big contrarian spot, only getting 24% of bets. But a couple things to think about here or just kind of monitor. You'd have a, an important guy in the defensive line for San Fran get arrested yesterday. So is there going to be an issue where he's going to play or not? It's Omenahu. He had a couple sacks there in the last game. Mm -hmm. McCaffrey had a bit of a calf issue his last game. Uh, and we also have seen some movement here, guys, to the over. It opened 45 and a half up to 46 and a half. We have seen San Fran 4-1 to the over their last five. So, again, it's been kind of back and forth with that KC game. This one's been a little bit more straightforward in favor of uh, the Eagles. And, again, those those home favorites in particular in these in these conference championship games, they're 23-9 and nine straight up, 77%. If you're looking at a money line play here, that's a good stat to lean on if you want to back Philly. All right, Josh, let's uh, sneak in one college basketball game. It's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Josh Applebaum's our guest, VSIN. Betting analyst, you have your uh, eye set here on West Virginia and Texas Tech tonight. The Red Raiders favored by three and a half at home. Total around 141. Um, what do you want to do with this game? Yeah, so I'm loving college hoops right now, guys. And one system that I'm really leaning on, it does match here tonight for Texas Tech. It's on the money line. It's a little bit high on the money line. They are, I think, like minus 160. But I've been playing these money line short favorites. And here's my system. If you're a home favorite of minus four or less, and you see a line move in your favor, you're winning these games straight up 107 and 62, 63%, about an 8% ROI. So that would match tonight with Texas Tech. Texas Tech opened as low as minus two. Now you're up to minus three. Another thing I look at is home road, guys. You know, professionals, really not a big issue going on the road. They've been there, done that. They're adults. But these kids and these big games, rivalry games, kind of the, the crowd can really affect them. We see a big advantage toward these home teams. Tech is 8-3 and three at home this year. West Virginia is just 1-4 and four on the road. Uh, Ken Palm does have Texas Tech winning this game uh, by, four, by uh, I think, two or three points. So that's why I'm going to go money line here. But again, if we get these short home favorites with a line move, good system match here. I know you could just you know lay the points, lay the three, minus 110 juice. But I like to go money line. On the off chance you only win by a couple, you, you lose your bet here. So I'll pay the extra price. Give me Texas Tech at home tonight, minus 160 on the money line. You can follow Josh on Twitter. He is at Josh underscore insights. And again, his podcasts are called Market Insights and uh, Morning Bets. Josh, thanks for the time today. Good luck. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great day. Yep. Thank you. How surprised were you that San Francisco couldn't move the ball sun Sunday? Well, the Cowboys defense, I mean, it's it's a pretty good unit. Um, you, you can, in theory, run the football on them. But I was looking at the overall numbers. EPA per play, per rush, they are fourth best in the league. EPA, they allow yards because teams continue to run against them, so they're going to stack up some yards, but the efficiency is not there with it. And that pass rush is fierce, man. And that, that front four was, here's my concern, that front four of the Cowboys was 
dominating the Niners offensive line. Like they were getting pressure right away on uh, Purdy a lot. And I thought, oh, wait a second here. I thought the 49ers offensive line was supposed to be elite. But then when you look at the overall schedules again, 49ers played the easiest schedule in the league. I guess lucky for them, Eagles played the second easiest schedule in the league. But it's a fascinating matchup based on what we saw last week with the you know, five guys up front for the Niners now taking on a front for the Eagles that is at least as good as the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. You know, And again, if Mahomes is 80% and they win the game, and the, the, in, it, the discussion is the NFC was lousy this year, why isn't Kansas City favored in the Super Bowl? And they already destroyed San Francisco on the road. Well, I think it's just the... The, the uncertainty. Again, okay. yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, it has to be. But I, I, it goes back to would you, how good is 60% of my homes, though? That's why I couldn't believe how, how the line has moved. He looked, he looked okay. Was he his typical self moving around? Obviously not, but he, he scored, scored a couple touchdowns and a nice touchdown pass. Now, the Romo thing about the injury is going to get worse now, and maybe yeah. he doesn't even play, but it was strange how he looked fine to me. And, and they won the game, and he had a touchdown pass, and all right, we're at home. Well, it, see, I'm on the flip side. If you tell me he's going to look exactly like he did against Jacksonville with the mobility, yeah, I, I've already bet Cincinnati money line in this game. I'd bet but, more. Okay, but I'm going shotgun, though, now. Now, I, as a coach, which was stupid, but I have to make the adjustment and go shotgun with everything. It's okay. I'm, yeah. I'll, I'm, I, I'll take my chances with the Bengals' defense and that defensive coordinator. I think he's awesome. Two things. The injury really screwed this up. Future tickets and the line and how Cincinnati destroyed Buffalo. The horrible exacta, how that played out. Horrible. Because I'm supposed to be a four-point favorite at least in this game. Yeah. At least. And now everything's gone to hell. I mean, again, the guys here make it six and a half. Six and a half, they made the game. Mahomes healthy. I I think Mahomes healthy would have been closer to four than six and a half. But, yeah, because the Buffalo line was wrong. That was yes. a bad job okay. by the market last week. Again, right, fair enough. One man's opinion. One man's opinion. Top five, bottom five coming up. Uh, the over is hit nearly 80% of the time when they play on the road. Details next. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Start your morning with VEASAN's new podcast, VEASAN Daily Morning Bets. Josh Applebaum gives you every piece of info you need to be ready for betting the day's biggest games in 15 minutes. Line movement, injuries, make it part of your morning routine. Download and subscribe wherever you get your podcast as well. It's time for Jeff Seeley. Talk golf. Check out his podcast, CutmakerPod.com, for the plays and the podcast. Cutmaker Podcast available iTunes, Spotify, and other outlets. Get Telegram as well to get the plays when they're posted, this week's guest, Carl Paulson, PGA Tour radio announcer as well. And we're talking about the Farmers Open uh, here with Jeff coming up. Thanks for the time, sir. How about the Albatross that came in? Nice call, 16-1. to 1. Albatross came in last week, and it, it's harder than a hole-in-one, right? I mean, that's that's one of those that uh, uh, you, you very seldom see. So, And uh, Albatross always makes for an interesting weekend, that's for sure. Uh, tell us about your podcast this week, who you did it with. I know you're super proud of this, as you should be, and uh, why it's going to be such a good listen. Yeah, so we have Carl Paulson on this week. Carl is is terrific. Uh, she's show Inside the Ropes with um, with, uh, with with another Paulson, actually. Um, so he's he does a terrific job, and and uh, former PGA Tour player, really insightful guy, and you know knows a lot of these players personally. Um, so a lot of fun, fun to talk with him. And while we talk DFS and we talk betting, because he certainly understands it, um, talking to a guy who who lives and breathes the tour every day is mm-hmm. a lot of fun. So mm-hmm. that was a really insightful podcast. I think you guys will get a lot out of it. We had an early tea time today, so check it out as soon as, as, soon yes. as the show's over and. Uh, well, uh, you'll, you'll, I think you'll, you'll enjoy some of it and, and get some good insights. we got to start with Rom and this heater that he's on. I mean, you, you believe this here? Can you think he can pull it off again? I mean, sure. He can absolutely pull it off again. And But I mean, and, and honestly, guys, last week was a great week to make a lot of small bait plays and bet live on the weekend. Um, I fired big on John Rom on Sunday. So, Paul, you mentioned our Telegram channel. If you're a member of our Telegram channel, you got the text. It says, fire Rom minus 150 right now. And two holes later, he was minus 400. So um, it's a good time to, to it's, 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 you know, again, we talk about all the time, live betting on golf is where it's at. And Ron was in a tremendous position. I think he will be again. You, you mentioned the heater. It's a legendary heater. It's one of the best we've seen. And in my mind, he's clearly the top player in the world right now. 
In his last 10 events, he's gone T5, T8, T15, T2, win, T4, win, T8, win, win. Ugh. I mean, that's that's some Tiger Woods type stuff. And and now we get him on a course where he's performed very, very well. But it's no wonder he's four, four and a half to one. But you can't bet him at that price, right? I mean, the field is is really strong. Um, and and you, you just can't bet John Ryan. You can't bet anybody at four to one. That said, if he's minus 150 or so in, in the league going in on Sunday, I'm going to fire on him again. Yeah, and I would not blame you mm-hmm. if you made that move. Okay, so then your core plays this week. If you don't want to look at Rom right now at, at plus $4 or plus 450 go down the board a little bit here and pick off some guys that you like. You guys remember last year when Will Zalatoris was playing against Luke List on Sunday? They were they were coming down to the end and how shaky Zalatoris' putter was. Mm-hmm. The guy's hands were shaking so bad his putter was just going all over the place. I mean, it was it was one of the most memorable moments of the year last year. One of Zalatoris' two runner-ups. Well, we're going back to the well on him at twenty to one. It, well, you can find him eighteen to one a lot of places. Um, again, he was runner-up here last year. Really gagged it away pretty badly with the putter. But he's, he, I, I think now's the time to get him. He's recovering from a back injury, but we've seen him play in you know, the last two weeks. He seems to be fine. He's gaining with his driver, which is absolutely critical here. And he's one of the best iron players on tour. If his putter can hold up, and hopefully he's learned from before, um, I think he's probably the best buy in that 20 to 1 range. Another guy I like who's from California is Max Homa. You could find him as high as 25 to 1, also in tremendous form. In Homa's last six events, he's gone T5, win, T20, T23, 17th, and then just third a few weeks ago. He's gained with his driver in five of his last six events. Um, his, he's a Cali kid, as I mentioned, so putting on Poa Green is going to be familiar with him. I like Max Homa. I think he and Zalatoris are really good guys in that top 20, at that 20 range. And guys, I think it's critical to mention. I, I don't always mention, but I want to. These plays I mentioned, you, you, you should bet a little bit on the outright. But you for sure you for, should for sure bet these guys top ten, top twenty. That's where the, the best value is. And you're most likely to catch those tickets. Let's follow the money That's here on Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, Indy Jeff uh, Seely, his podcast is the Cutmaker Podcast. So I want to ask you. He's not in your notes today. Uh, he's yeah. not a guy that you've bet so far. But I'm looking at the odds board, and my eyes are drifting towards Justin Thomas, right around that same number. In fact, maybe a little bit better than Will Zalatoris. Why is Thomas around 18 to 1? Uh, that seems like it's a really good number on him. It's a great number on based on the talent, right? And but you know, for whatever reason, um, and and you would think JT would play well here. He's had some top 20s here, and I don't think he's necessarily a bad top 20 play. Um, but for whatever reason, he hasn't had tremendous success here. And, and when I look at guys like Homa and Zalatoris, who I I know can play well here, who I know I've seen play well here. Um, it's, it's, I just prefer those guys this week. And, and I think it's kind of telling, right? It's telling that he's that high. I think he's going to be a popular play in DFS for that reason, he, for his, his price. But, um, I, I have more faith in Zal Torres and Homer right now, honestly, at, at this course than I do JT. What are you looking at for long shots further down the, uh, the betting board? Sure. Yeah. We talked about on the pod, we talked about Keegan Bradley, a guy Carl Paulson really likes a lot. And for good reasons, he had a tremendous fall swing. Keegan Bradley is an absolute elite ball position to make birdies. With Bradley, it comes down putting, and, and that, that'll be the question this week. Um, as long as he doesn't lose strokes putting, I think he'll absolutely be in the hunt on Sunday. He's a phenomenal top 20 play this week, and you can sprinkle a little on him outright as high as 66 to 1. And then another guy who can be found as high as 70 to 1 is Taylor Pendrith. Uh, Pendrith can absolutely crush the ball off the tee, which is going to be critical this week. He's got a ton of talent and will definitely be a winner on the PGA Tour very, very soon. Um, we saw two top 10s from him last year. I really like him as a top 20 bet this year, this week. I think we'll see some good value there. I'll sprinkle a little on the 70 to 1, but I'll definitely have top 40 if you can find it and some top 20 on Pendrith. How many matchups you play? What do you recommend? I played a couple of matchups. Uh, one we talked about on the pod, I, a guy who's apparently one of the nicest guys on tour and who's been playing really well lately is J.J. Spawn. I like him on DraftKings at minus 110 over Justin Rose. And I've seen Zalatoris matched up against both Sanjay M and Matsuyama. I'd play Zalatoris in either one of those matchups. Okay. Yeah. Uh, how about a little bit on the course? I skipped the course with you. Can you break that yeah, down? No, yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're at Torrey Pines, and it's a two-course rotation. So it's interesting because they've got the north course, the south course. The south course is 500 yards longer and demonstrably more difficult. So last week, last couple of weeks, we've been seeing shootouts with scores in the 30 to under range and the cut being, you know, five under. 
This week, I won't be surprised if the cut is plus one or even par. It's going to be much more difficult. Um, dr- Driving is going to be a premium here. So um, there's there's only a ha- so many guys who can really win this tournament. Several guys can compete, but only you know 10 or so guys who I really think can win. Yeah, it's tough to watch. I got to be honest. When you see these tournaments that are lined up and every single one of them is, hey, the winner's 27 under and 28 yeah. under. And yeah. after day one, we have three guys that are nine under or 10 under. It's like, can you make it maybe a little bit more difficult than that? Uh, if I recall correctly, you went to the waste management in Phoenix last year, yeah? I did, and it, it is as advertised. <laughs> it, it's, okay, because we're going to be in Phoenix yeah. for the Super Bowl this year, and I have to, like the Thursday, I've been told the Wednesday Pro-Am actually might be better than Thursday, but I got to get out there one of those days. For sure, yeah, and, and the suite, and you got to go get it, you got to get a suite either on 16 or 18. The tickets are not are not cheap. Um, I think they're, you're going to, on Thursday, they're going to range between 700 and 1,000 for a ticket, but... They're all inclusive, includes all your food, all your alcohol, all day. Honestly, worth the money. And, you know, a few things. I mean, I've been to national championship games. I've been to a lot of things that are not as advertised. The waste management is absolutely as advertised. An event, if you ever get an opportunity to go, you have to go. It is well worth it. Highly, highly encourage it. Um, and and the last thing, Mitch, you mentioned the, the last week and all the number of guys who were, everybody was on the leaderboard. I think it's really important, guys, to, to make sure, again, you, you know your rules as you're betting. Know your dead heat rules because a lot of times you think you got a top 10, 20 bet or whatever it is, and they tie and your odds go way down. Mm-hmm. That's why I like betting some longer shots to finish top 20 in case you do have to split, in case you, your odds are cut down, you're not as disappointed. So make sure you know your dead heat rules and you're looking at those matchups or it serves me outrights because – um, that it's painful if you think you got first round leader at forty to one and it's a four way split. That's exactly what I was going to mm-hmm. add on there. That that goes for the first round leader uh, bets, which have become more popular over the years as well. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at Cutmaker Jeff, and again, his podcast is called the Cutmaker Podcast. Thanks, pal. I'll get off to a hot start today. Good luck. Thanks, fellas. Take care. Yep. I mean, the the Rom stuff is nuts. I mean, he's just scorching hot right now, and I, I've watched a lot of golf so far this year. He is by far the best player on this tour, and the number well, right now, and the the number. I mean, plus, how do you yeah. bet a guy at plus four fifty going into a tournament though? Yeah, well, he's right though. It's Tiger Woods territory. It's, Tiger. it's getting there. Yeah, Tiger was uh, was it usually even money? Remember Tiger versus the oh, field? He, he, he turned into he some even money spots. Yeah. Uh huh. I think uh, the what first a- time I ever noticed that when I was at the Palms when it first opened up. You would go there, and on the board, it would be, hey, whatever golf tournament is this week, it's Tiger, majors. They it's were Tiger versus the field. They were majors. Those were, that was the bet. I'm I like, know. ah, what? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Maybe not that low, but still, it was uh, it was Tiger versus the field. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, do you, so, do you have any plan? Do you want to go to the Waste Management where we're in Phoenix? I, I want to get home. Yeah. <laughs> you want to get home? Yeah. I'll be out there three days. We got to come back. Boy. They're making us do a show. We got to come guy. back. Listen to this guy. I would if we got to come back for some reason. I don't know what the hell they're doing here. Hey, guys, how about the network again? Okay. All right. <laughs> the uh, A buddy of mine lived there for 25 years. He begged me to come down every single year, but I'm like, Corey, I can't make it. It's Super right. Bowl weekend in Las Vegas. I'm too busy. He goes, Mitch. Well, I, I know the I, time. I know, but it's weird. He's, he's like, I promise you, you've never seen anything like it before. I'm like, explain that. He yeah. goes, it's, it's like college. It's like you're gonna. Well, was a scene. Yeah. You're gonna come out there and think about this. He goes, you're gonna see Scottsdale women in high heels and like yeah. at a golf course. HMS, baby. HMS, high maintenance skanks. Oh yeah. Oh, was you it Silicon love. Valley. Got, oh, uh, what? No, what is that from? Oh, it's my buddy Zig Fracassi. Oh, he said that okay. when it came out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the club scene out here, sure. Mm. <laughs> you think that it might have been a Silicon Valley uh, too? Yeah. Up next, Mel Kiper rele- released his first mock draft. Huh? I can't wait to see who he has number one overall. That's coming up here on Follow the Money. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. How you want? Looking for an Ed Sunday? VSIN experts have you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber. Intro offer only $9.99. VSIN Pro subscribers get access to the recap every play, every host, every guest, the betting splits, deep dive reports, betting guides, $9.99. Watch the show as well. The dog videos. Come on. Piece of cake. $9.99. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Here we go. This is Wednesdays with the Maestro. Mike Palm is the VP of Circa Resort and Casino. The D in the Golden Gate in downtown Las Vegas. He joins us in studio today. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Mitch. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Manchester, New Hampshire. Oh, yeah. Our loyal Nesson family that's watching. Downer Downer Groves, Illinois. Peekaboo Marquee. We see you. Gillum, Manitoba. Oh, Canada, Rogers Sportsnet, Jefferson Hills, Pennsylvania, in the Pittsburgh area, watching on AT&T, and Thousands Oaks, California, home of the Dallas Cowboys for many years, Sunrise Over Spectrum. Good to have you on board today. It's an abbreviated edition. You're going to be here. You have two items coming up in no hyperbole, biggest gaps of the week Mm -hmm. in about 15 minutes. Did it look like, was there a conversation in the Circa Risk Room, we'll call it here, yesterday about, my God, we might be going to Cincy minus three? before there was a service that gave out Chiefs plus two and a half. You know, the big thing here is now the teasers and getting middled on these. This teaser, it's just the whole story of the NFL playoffs has been the teasers mm-hmm. and how you have to be teaser proof, right? Mm-hmm. And, and these things. So it's hard to get to three on a number. It's hard to, you know, it's hard to stay at seven. That's the reason, you know, many bookmakers had San Francisco and Philadelphia pretty even in their power ring. How could you make the game a pick, though? Then you can tease it to both sides seven. You have to have some Philadelphia teaser protection. You've got to make them a favorite there. Everyone in the world's taking Philly plus seven at a pick. This game is interesting, too, because what what version of Mahomes do you get? Now, you're assuming Mahomes is going to play. But look, the second half wasn't impressive there. He can't scramble, and he can't drive the ball. You saw the throws that he missed were high. It's hard for him to get into it. Uh, with the ankle. I think Cincinnati has a little bit of an advantage because you saw this scenario last year in the playoffs too where you know they had to prepare for Henny as well because remember he came mm-hmm. into the he came into the game in the divisional round as well. So uh I don't think you can get to 3 because then if you get to 3, you mean to tell me that you're going to be able to tease the home team up to 10? I I just don't think you can get there. I so he says after the game I'll be okay cuz I get 8 days off yeah. to, to rest now and then Romo yeah. Says the exact same thing, opposite rather, uh, about I don't even know we can play. And then Jim Miller says, I don't feel be able to play. He's 50 50 
with what he said with us yesterday as well. But we were this this came in right when the game was going on, and what a what a mess this was in play. Is he in? Is he? Oh, here's Henny. Oh, 98 yards. Oh, is he coming back? And then it's the discussion we had with our buddy E, pro sports better. Like, at what point do you say I have to go with Henny over a compromised Mahomes? Like, what's the percentage? Do you say you know what? I got. I it has to be Henny. I can't. Mahomes can't move. I think the problem is who's making the decision here. I think they're letting make Mahomes make the decision. Although the end game was very interesting because Henny gets the ball on his own two yard line. Yeah, they're up three. Right. Right, with ten minutes to go in the second quarter, whatever it was, I mean, how could how could Jacksonville still be a two dollar dog at that point? You know, because the thought at that point is, is Mahomes coming back? But then you see him standing there before halftime on the sidelines. If he wasn't going to play, what's he doing standing? You know, I thought that was the thought that that was the signal well, there where he's standing the last five minutes of the half on the sideline that you're going to see him right. at least start the second half. And the sideline reporters again have nothing yeah, for well, us. No zero. No, no update. You can't. You can't you expect it anymore. Update. It was ridiculous. I mean, I'll, again, I'll say this, Mike. I'll, I was betting Jacksonville. I mean, I, I grabbed like sure. plus three dollars and plus three forty before it was adjusted, and somebody had to step in and say, "Wait a second, Jacksonville can't be that high right now on the money line." Couldn't be. I lost those bets though, but I, yeah. I mean, it looked terrible for Mahomes. Well, I don't think if Mahomes doesn't play in the second half, I don't think they would. Well, if they don't fumble the ball at the three-yard line, I who know. knows who wins the game? He's got to right. get three first downs to run out the clock there. Right. What if Kirk doesn't drop the pass? What if the uh, defender doesn't drop the INT from Henny? Yeah. I can come back and say if you get your act together on special teams, maybe they don't score, though. I could say that, too. Lawrence was pathetic. Uh, Kansas City did a good job defensively. How about the game falling seven and then the in-play shenanigans, too? Because it's right. I mean, you if you everyone most people should have won on that game in play, no matter who you bet. It's hard to have lost on Saturday as a better. It's really hard to have lost because they teased the two favorites. That's a winner. They bet the Eagles and laid eight. That was a wire to one. And then they bet them in the second half. The late touchdown was disastrous, right? So you get Giants plus one in the, or the Eagles plus oh one in the second God, half. That was terrible. That, yes. That's awful. Yeah. That's that's absolutely <laughs> awful. And then and then the people that took Jacksonville at eight and a half, eight and nine and nine and a half, they all win too with the field goal. You saw that coming though. You know yep. Peterson's a smart coach. He gotta give yourself thirty seconds if you do get the onside to get in the end zone. A lot of these coaches they wait till eight seconds. What good is that gonna do to kick the field goal? You knew it was happening. He played it the right way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely played it the right way. That's what you're supposed to do there. Certainly. I wanted to see what he was gonna do if they completed a pass inside the ten. Then you probably take one more shot at the one more shot, yeah. 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 Well the handle on the Niners Cowboys game, that had to have been the highest handle of the weekend. Yeah, phenomenal handle on the 49ers Dallas game. I know that some places like DraftKings, Johnny Avello, I know, they, they were thinking it might be the highest handle for a non-Super Bowl game ever, and that makes sense because all these new states coming online mm-hmm. January 1st. So, I mean, there's more people out there, and, and we're talking about legalized betting, doing that. I mean, the, the, the tremendous, here it was more 49ers fans, but a little bit than Dallas. At the D, it was more Dallas fans, but everybody had a strong opinion, and it was actually a very good game. I thought the Dow- I thought Dallas played really well. He just didn't get enough quarterback so play. That was it. That's all. That was it. You nailed yep. it. You <laughs> said, "Hey, Dak was great Monday night. Maybe one of the best games he's ever again? played." <laughs> oh God, was he bad? Not only the interceptions and the drop pick six, he missed. Uh, was it Gallup? Uh, the long, the long pass. I can't remember who it was, but he has the guy open too on that late drive. That that puts him in San Francisco territory. He missed the guy. You know, people said. Brett Maher would make a difference. And then after the game, they said, well, Brett Maher didn't make a difference. You know, he got blocked, but he kicked the long field. He certainly made a difference. There's no coach in the National Football League more inclined to kick 55-yard field goals than Mike McCarthy has been the last few years, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. You're not telling me on fourth down with two minutes to go in the half in a tied game, if he had full faith in Maher, he wasn't kicking that field goal. But he didn't because of the week before. So then what happens? Pollard breaks his leg, which changed the whole game. Yeah, Uh it did. Yep. Would have been much better for Dallas if they'd have tried and missed the field goal than Pollard breaking his leg. The, the, you're exactly right because t- two guys, two guys in that game were going to, right? If the Cowboys were going to win, it was going to be because of two guys. Mm-hmm. One was C.D. Lamb, who was awesome. The other one was Tony Pollard. Mm-hmm. I mean, this Zeke Elliott has been shot for oh, so long, it's not even funny. I don't even know how you okay. tried him out there anymore. We'll get into this in no hyperbole, yeah. but how do you have Zeke Elliott as the first lateral option by making him the center? There's no speed whatsoever. You're going to lateral the ball to Zeke Elliott and he's in, in the middle of the field. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, well, we'll get God. into that later. Yeah. <laughs> give, give us, you are listening, coming in. Give us some QB scenarios. I want to give you one. And, we're, I'm gonna, and, and this involves the Jets specifically. Yeah. How about the Cowboys? Trade Dak to the Jets for the 13th pick. Not both, the 13th pick. 
and then in turn trade their first round and the 13th pick to the Packers for Aaron Rodgers. And you reunite, you reunite McCarthy and Rodgers. And the Packers would be getting the Cowboys two first round picks. The 13 and 27. 13 and 26, yeah. 27, yeah. or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> all I'm right. in. This is my, my gut I think it makes a, lot, it. a yeah. lot of sense for all three teams. Sure. But it's got to move on in Green Bay. You want to get two first rounds. Dak, I think, is a guy who probably liked New York. I mean, he's in enough commercials. Uh-huh. And the Cowboys know they're not winning a Super Bowl with him. Maybe you take a shot here for oh, the last boy. couple of years with Rodgers to win a Super Bowl uh, with this You know team. what? I can hear a thousand <laughs> scenarios the rest of this offseason. I don't think you're going to top that one. If Rodgers would go to Dallas and play with the, the Cowboys. He hates McCarthy, though. Well, fire him. <laughs> That's got to be part of the package, right? Get right. McCarthy well, out of there. Who's the guy? Callan Moore? We're, we're promoting no, you, Cal- you might be able to twist Peyton's arm on that Should we one. Hire, there you go. Should we hire Hackett? He's buddies with Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Not bad. You see That's very bad. good. Yeah, I like it. I, well, I like, well how, how about the scenario? How about the scenario they're discussing with the Jets? Do you want to give up three ones for Lamar? I don't. Do you want to give up yeah. two for Rodgers? Do you want Brady for no picks, or do you want Carr for a well, first? Well, Carr is the joke option, well, right? Stop <laughs> That's, it. That's the, the joke, joke option. Yeah, that is the joke Come option. On. <laughs> Come on. Carr. How could they put that? Can't you just have a three-way poll? Yeah. And yet, when you say it's getting twenty six percent of the vote, cars ahead car of Bra- cars ahead of Brady. Well, well, it's also the history, though. Mitch yeah. is onto something there too, but it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm not giving up two I, for Rodgers. Well, play I wouldn't give up two. three. Would you give up two for Lamar? Absolutely. Yes, I would do two. I would, I'd rather pay Lamar for five years than Brady for one or two. Yeah. To me, I mean. He, would you rather pay Lamar five or Aaron Rodgers for two? <sighs> What's their it ceiling? It depends on your team, doesn't it? If it's, it's if you're, you're, what you're trying to do. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is a one or two year deal too, but maybe he's got a little more left in him. That's his, his head too is, is a different thing. I think Lamar... I still think you can win with Lamar long-term, and Lamar's probably got eight to ten years left. So um, Lamar, to me, I guess, is the more attractive option. What would the Jets' ceiling be next year with either one of those guys? Because you know, if they if they got Aaron Rodgers... What do you think of Salah as a coach, though? That's the thing. I that, thought to about me, that, too. Yeah, you got to factor that in. The guy had Zach Wilson, though. I mean, the guy was terrible. They lost the game 10-3. <laughs> and they, remember, they had Hall, too, until he got hurt. He, he was the favorite to win the offensive oh, rookie of the year. Yeah, you give them a good quarterback. They were winning games with Mike White. Should have beat the think, Vikings on the road. They were down eight with the ball against Buffalo when he left the game twice. Think back at their draft last year. Was that any good? Yeah. Oh, no doubt. I mean, Gardner, Wilson, and Brees Hall in the first two rounds. Meanwhile, I know we're, we're up against it, but Cheffers. Oh, yes. no. It's, it's, uh, it's Vinovich's turn. To me, Vinovich is clearly the best official in the NFL. And Vinovich's crew every year has the least or second least called penalties, which is what everybody wants. Yeah. And you go back to Cheffers. He just did it two years two ago. Two years ago, he It's did. out of rotation. Mm-hmm. Vinovich is marred by that, that play in New Orleans, but that wasn't his call on the play. Vinovich should have been this year. And now you're going to have a lot of penalties for first downs when you should have punts and stuff like this. On Super Bowl Sunday, yeah. <laughs> make a number right now. Will, will Sheffers and his crew be a storyline on Super Bowl Sunday? Uh, yes, minus one. Sixty. Uh, make him the favorite, huh? Yes. No, that's terrible. You don't want that. Nope. Follow the money here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Up next with Mike Palm, the maestro, uh, VP of Circa Sports and the Resort and Casino here in downtown Las Vegas. He'll go over two. He has two today. Hmm. The biggest gaps of the previous week in no hyperbole. That's coming up next. This is Follow the Money on v Championship Sunday, bet $10 on championship games and get a square. If your number's on the square, match the final score of the game you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, the bonuses and credit use are up there. Full terms and conditions available, betriversquares.com and try to win that 10000 in bonus money. Always great props and house specials at Bet Rivers. Here we go. No bias. You will respect my authority. No pulled punches. Your wife cheated on you because you lost sight of who you are as a man, as a husband. No agenda. There is no fear in this dojo. This is no hyperbole. This is the best part of the week. Here's the maestro, Mike Baum. I am the smartest man alive. All right, an abbreviated list this week. Just the top two, and we'll start at number two. 
same time next year. Now, many no hyperbole viewers would recognize same time next year as a romantic comedy from 1978 starring Alan Alda <laughs> and Ellen Burstyn. Ellen Burstyn actually won the Golden Globe for Best Actress that year about a married couple married to other people who would meet at a Northern California resort the same time every year to continue their affair. Well, the affair in modern day terms seems to be the San Francisco 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys. Remember, they met on January 16th. 2022 that's last year in the wild card round remember the ending of that game dallas runs a quarterback sneak with 14 seconds left and no timeouts and can't get off another play down 23 17 well we renewed the rivalry this time in northern california again let's just go to the last three minutes of the game dallas gets the ball back down seven after two incomplete passes with just under three minutes left dak prescott is sacked for no loss bringing up fourth and ten with a running clock with two minutes and 45 seconds left. What does Mike McCarthy decide to do? Well, he waits 10 seconds, then he motions his offense off the field, and Dallas takes 40 seconds to execute a punt. By the way, why did the 49ers fair catch it? Let the ball roll and yes. get to the two-minute warning. Yes. Bad play there. But if they even get the punt off quicker, they can take their timeouts on the other side of the two-minute warning. Then, I have to tell you, they have to go fourth and 10 there. Where do you expect to get the ball back? I'm lucky they even stopped San Francisco to get the ball back at all. Anyhow, now let's take it. They finally do force a fourth down and a punt. Why have your punt returner catch the ball on the six-yard line? Either fair catch it. Either let him try to return it. It looked like he had some brown ahead of him. Yep. Or let it try to go into the end zone. He had take, room. Take a six-yard gamble for 20 or give him a shot. There's only going to be five or six extra seconds come off mm -hmm. on the clock. Now we get to third down. The pass to Dalton Schultz where he doesn't drive forward and get out of bounds. That's with 27 seconds left. Okay, now the clock continues to run because forward progress was stopped. That did cost them eight seconds. The next uh, snap came with 19 seconds left. Then Schultz again rears his ugly head on a nonchalant catch on the sideline that would have gotten the ball up to the 39-yard line, but he made no effort to get his right foot down, and upon review correctly, it was overturned incomplete. And then this ridiculous formation that they came up with. And Greg Elson talking about McCarthy's been working on this play. <laughs> McCarthy's been working on this play. They got to go 75 yards. He's, he's used to having Aaron Rodgers to go 75 yards on the last play. This formation with Zeke Elliott as the center, their offensive linemen spread wide, illegal formation. But how about this? San Francisco uses their last timeout with six seconds left after they see the formation. And what does McCarthy do? He comes back out with the same formation. It took the 49ers a few seconds to figure out, we're going to tackle Zeke. That's who they're trying to lateral to. Well, it didn't even get to that point because the pass to Gavanti Turpin was blown up before he ever had a chance to lateral it, and the game was over. Asked about the final play of the game after he shoved the camera out of his way <laughs> off the field, Mike McCarthy simply said, yeah, it didn't get going. It's one of those trick plays. Same time next year. Let's hope the Cowboys make it back to the playoffs. All right, and then number one this week, they aren't booing. They're saying Bruce. What a weird and sick story out of the National Hockey League. Let's start at the end. Well, it's hard to imagine we will forget the chance of Bruce. There it is anytime soon. And there is a, an emotional Bruce Boudreaux behind the Canucks bench. Yeah, and he's taking it in right now. Thanking the fans. Very emotional heading down the tunnel. A lot of times the coaches will storm down that tunnel after a game like this, but for Bruce Wanda take. That was the scene Saturday night in Vancouver as the fans showed their appreciation for still coach Bruce Boudreaux. Why were they chanting? Because they knew he'd get fired. They'd known for weeks. Everyone had known for weeks. G President Jim Rutherford had been open in the media saying he was interviewing people to replace Bruce Boudreaux, but didn't go out and just fire the guy. Instead, let him continue on as a lame duck coach for over a month. Everybody knew they'd hired Rick Tockett, but he had commitments with TNT, so it was going to be a while till he could coach. I think Boudreaux said it best in the locker room. They said, why is it finally going to come now? He said, well, you got Chicago and Columbus coming up on the schedule. Of course, they're going to give the new guy a chance. <laughs> Let's take a look at the career of Bruce Boudreaux, though. In 10 full seasons in the NHL as a head coach, his team won their division title six times. Now, they haven't had playoff success. He did win the Adams Award in his first year, full year with the Capitals on the way to four straight division titles. Won three straight division titles with the Anaheim Ducks. Amongst coaches in the NHL that have coached 900 games, Bruce Boudreaux has the second highest winning percentage all time, second only to Scotty Bowman. 
Indeed, this was a sad affair of not doing the classy thing and the right thing by a guy that everybody loves and who's given his life to the NHL. Shame on Jim Rutherford for dragging this out in the media. Shame on Jim Rutherford for humiliating this man who put 20 years in as a player and another close to 20 as a coach. And that is no hyperbole. All right, very good. Abbreviated edition today. Yes. Uh, we talked about this last week. Uh, briefly, there was a guy who was eating a salad with his hands at a poker table. <laughs> Never seen that before in our entire lives, right? I mean, it was, and he's going like yeah. this, and he's yeah. dipping, and he's going like this with yeah. the, Okay, so the, five things that you should not do or that are frowned upon at casinos. I wanted to add to it. Yeah. Because there's a Twitter handle. Uh, it has to be a dealer, but it's called Vegas Snitch. And apparently, Ooh. yeah, I like it. Down the street, someone hit a jackpot, and they tipped random strangers at the table but not the dealer who gave you the cards and the jackpot. And they were, they were outraged and like, please don't do this. It's ridiculous. Which uh, he's been in the business a long time and a, and a dealer and also a, a successful GM. Any direction you want to go with this. So here's, frowned the, upon, don't. here's the top five list here. Most annoying things that customers do from a dealer's perspective. All right. Number five, tip and then accidentally pick it up. So you tip them with your bet on a blackjack hand. They pay the tip and the bet, and then you pick it up like, oh, I, you know, you didn't notice oh. that you picked up the whole thing. Tipping's a whole other thing we could get into, sure. but tipping and accidentally pick it up, number five. Number four, rainbow bets. And by that, we mean mixing the colors. They're called, sometimes called barber poles. Because when the dealer has to pay it, they have to stop and break down all the checks and pay it out. And God forbid it's a blackjack and you have to do all that. But all it does is annoy everybody else at the table and the dealer. Number three... Hitting their hitting your hand with your middle finger. Oh, which is a, it's a very passive aggressive move aimed at the casino emplo employee. <laughs> oh, so people are doing the middle yeah. finger thing accidentally on yeah, purpose. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Num number two, going up to a dealer on a dead game and saying, "You look bored." <laughs> it's their job to be there for you when you play. And then number one, I think this is in any genre, whether it's. It's a, a table games dealer, a poker dealer, a bartender, a cocktail waitress, a teller, blowing smoke in their face. Oh, number one, what an insult. Number one with a bullet. What an absolute insult that is. Can, can the dealer have that person oh. removed from the table or do they just got to suck it up During pandemic, it was really bad. During pandemic, because remember, oh, no. one of the reasons you could pull your mask down was to smoke. smoke. So people did it even, and then that was a... Pfft doing that and in the middle of the pandemic it was it, it created several confrontations just in our company i know it got it got uh, oh ahead. god but that's that's all i knew a guy at the poker jimmy Winnick. he was a milkman they called him the milkman i used to play poker with him in chicago area he he, he was a player but he hated smoke he would have one of those the fan squirt bottle fans yeah you know the fan to blow oh. away the smoke but then if the guy kept smoking on the same side he would squirt him with, <laughs> squirt him with the bottle too and he was—he was in his late seventies. Oh, yeah. We were going to hit him, you know. Sure. The, the milkman, <laughs> Jimmy Wynn. I don't blame him. You're going to smoke right next yeah. to me? Can I oh, spit yeah. on you? Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. Actually, you, you're better off with the spit. I mean, it's incredible uh, how, how people behave and act. Good job, because a couple weeks ago it was uh, craziest things you've seen, mm -hmm. and the guy lost his lunch. And yep. oh god, Mike, do you like anything this Sunday? I like Philadelphia. I, I think with a fully healthy Hurts, look at the way this team played the first 10 weeks. They're a fast starting team. Mm -hmm. They get control of the games. It, I think it's tough for Brock Purdy. I know he hasn't lost a start. That's the best secondary in football. Um, I, I think the, the 49ers are going to be up against it this week. I agree with that number opening two, two and a half. What's the best Super Bowl matchup that we could get? Well, I think if Mahomes is, is healthy, I think Philadelphia and Kansas City is a good. If he's not healthy... You know, maybe the Cincinnati coming back with a return. I was very impressed with Cincinnati. And I once again, their defense is the underrated thing of all time. Big time. Mm -hmm. yeah. Great job. Thank you so much. Yes. Thanks for popping in today. No problem. There you go. Mike Palm, VP of uh, Circa Resort and Casino. I here. for incomplete. <laughs> B plus. Oh, okay. B plus. Oh, in downtown Las Vegas. Up next, <laughs> you know what? There was a correction yes. to the finalist for the Coach of the Year Award. And it was originally announced that we were going to get five finalists. No, the NFL was wrong on that. We only have three finalists. So you got to scratch two names off the list that we told mm. you about uh, earlier during the show. That's coming up along with line moves, bad beats, and upsets from last night and win some, lose some here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.